Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family Podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be? The most crazy cool family-parents you can be? We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's, it's a membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's a really good price. and, And you have access. Yeah. You have access to all of our content. Every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you got to do is go to Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. That is Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. Don't forget the dots, dot, dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up, and you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep. We can't wait to connect with you. Hello, and it is Thanksgiving. It is November. It is... I love November. Why do you love November? Well, I love Thanksgiving. Hey, we're, by the way, we're on the Crazy Cool Family podcast before we start talking about November. We're talking to all you amazing people out there that want to um, talk about loving November and Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. Why do you love November first? Oh, why do I love November first? Because the weather's changing. Ah, the yes. leaves are changing. I just, I just love the transition of the seasons. Yeah. I just think it's amazing. Yeah, and we're starting to see some color uh, yeah. in, in the leaves and the yeah. trees. And I love it because it's actually the color of dying, which I think is really cool that God made the leaves turn colors as they die. So it's not so sad. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, I love Thanksgiving because... And why? The, well, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> the reason I love Thanksgiving, there's many reasons, but one of them is, is that we you don't have, have all the... Well, that's maybe true, but... Um, I don't, that's that's the story of my life all year round. So, <laughs> um, but the reason I love Thanksgiving, if you'll let me finish, is um, I um, I just love it that the family comes over, but there's no you don't have the pressure of presents. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, family's over for a longer period of time. You know, a lot of times the kids are out. Um, you know, for the entire week. Uh, there's just this. There's uh, there's there's a slowness to it. You know, you, you get through Thursday and Friday, but then there's also, then there's Saturday and Sunday still. There's right. the weekends there. It's almost like this bonus, you know, yes. you're there. And so it just seems like Thanksgiving is a little bit slower, but for many families, you know, well, 
What about me? Are you going to ask me what uh, I love okay, about Thanksgiving? Okay, yes. Before we move on, what is your, <laughs> what do you like about Thanksgiving? Just talk about me for a minute. Um, so I love all. I love the food. I love all of it. I mean, we really don't eat turkey and stuffing. We don't eat it any other time of the year but Thanksgiving. We right. don't eat it for Christmas. The cranberry sauce. I like the the combination of the stuffing and the turkey and the cranberry sauce. But I don't want to just just answer that and just be shallow in just the food part. What I really, really love is... You want to be more than a foodie? I want to be more than a foodie, yeah. it's. I like that it's Thanksgiving, that it's a holiday based around gratefulness, mm-hmm. that that's the whole goal of it. And I love the, after we've consumed the meal and we're stuffed and we're fully, completely satisfied, that's the conversation I love after that. What's God doing in your life? What are you thankful for? What right. has been great this year? What have you enjoyed since last Thanksgiving? And so that's the that's the part I love. And that's the part that we I hope for you as well as you think about Thanksgiving as you're heading into it. What do you love about Thanksgiving? What do you what do well, you what's your focus? What do you want to do with and Thanksgiving this year? I think that there's a lot of families, a lot of parents out there. Maybe you grew up with this, but um, and maybe that's in your house right now where Thanksgiving is not a peaceful time. You know, that right. there is... Anytime the family gets together, it's, it's stressful. It's chaos. I yeah. mean, there's, there's yeah. arguing. There is There may be uh, arguing between siblings. It may be uh, parents. You may be having marriage issues. And so when yeah. everybody comes together, it's kind of like coming together during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, everybody said, oh my goodness, everybody's home. And and the stress levels went up. Right. You know, when we had the... Uh, when During the pandemic season, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, mm-hmm. a lot of things happening. So... Or even if you're... Um, or maybe you're traveling and that's stressful. Oh, or maybe yeah. being with extended family is stressful. Or, um, or maybe kids you're just, home just, from school all week. I mean, there's just there's so many different things that are thrown into that mixing pot. That or maybe yours stressful. is just average. You know, maybe it's just everybody kind of... There's not really a lot of fun, but nobody's really arguing. Wherever level you're at, yeah. what, whatever level you're at, we think that this podcast and the next one, are going to help you elevate your Thanksgiving game. Yeah, we wanted how to have the best Thanksgiving you've ever had with your family. That's what we want to talk about. Yep, whatever your Thanksgiving game is right now, (laughs) wherever your way you dribble in Thanksgiving, whatever the way you shoot, we're going to elevate your game. We're going to help you, give you some tools. and and So we got one word this week. We're gonna and it's we're gonna make it so easy. It's so kinda, easy, yeah. so that you can be running these words through your head yeah. throughout the whole um, season, the whole yeah. I would say the whole holiday season. Yeah. Actually, yeah. you can go ahead and extend it yeah. all the way into Christmas. Yeah, we're gonna elevate your Christmas game. We're gonna elevate <laughs> your Christmas party game. Whatever it is, but two words, and we're gonna give you one this week, and then we're gonna give you another next week. Mm-hmm. And so, Suzanne, tell them what the word is for this week. Okay. Not next week's. Right. Yeah, I'll try not to slip and say next week. So this week, what I what I think that would be valuable to take our Thanksgiving to the next level is to bring awareness to your event, to your feast, to your meal, to your family, to bring awareness to that. So, yeah, what, and, what, do and I, so what do we mean by that? Well, um, I, I think that you might, parents might be saying, or listeners might be saying, awareness of all the things, I mean, this is gratefulness or, you know, why would you say awareness? Well, just look at the definition of awareness. It's, it's about being informed, alert, knowledgeable, 
And even you put the word sophisticated in there. I didn't put that in there. Why, why, why would you, why'd you put the word sophisticated? Well, because I actually looked up the definition. <laughs> yeah, but why would you say awareness is, is being sophisticated? So that's an why, interesting why term. Why do you think that the, they defined the word sophisticated yeah, yeah, yeah. and why did I include it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Because um, there's all, all, lots of definitions you can include. Yeah, no, I love it. Be, I'm glad you brought that out because I believe that awareness is next level. And sophisticated mm. is next level to be, I think a lot of people go through, and this is a whole nother topic, but go through life kind of heavy laden and burdened and bogged down with what's happening, whether it was from the past or they're worrying about the future, or maybe they're just got too much going on in the present that they're not aware. They're not paying attention to what's happening right in front of them right now. They're li- literally di- um, distracted by other minutes, whether and future And so really what past. you're saying is the sophisticated person might see things in their sophistication that other people wouldn't see because they don't understand at the level that they need to. Is that good? Is that yes, a good way exactly. to say it? exactly. Like when I um, so I'll call myself sophisticated for just a minute. In you are situation, so sophisticated. But I will drive into the house and I will assess what cars are here and who. So who's home? And so oh, Maddox is parked here, so he's probably home. I can assume that. And McKay, let's see, McKay's at school, and so I can assess where everybody is. Or as let's say Macy's car is parked, or oh, Macy's home from work, or whatever that is. And so I am aware, paying attention. Oh, there's the dog right there. There's the cat. And so I'm, I'm usually aware of what, what's going on and who's in my house. So in terms of that, I am unsophisticated. <laughs> I just I, had I am, a, a rough week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I come in and she's like, is Maddox here? I don't know. Is Where's the dog? I don't know. Well, uh, and then the but, last few days, he's like... Where are you? <laughs> I'm in the bedroom right next yeah, to our hides. bedroom. She hides <laughs> like, in the house. Well, what are you doing in there? I don't think about you being in there. Yeah, I just walked right <laughs> past because that's not where she's supposed to be. It's like the guest bedroom. She's not a guest. She's a regular person. <laughs> I have a desk set up in there. But what's so funny is that if you were to walk by a room, you would sense somebody was in there. So therefore, no. you would look and go, oh, there's somebody in there. But no, Don is no. very focused. I am unsophisticated <laughs> is what I am. I am un- in that word. But so. so how do we take this? I love this. How do we take this awareness, this right. uh, higher level, this sophistication, and apply it to the event of Thanksgiving? Well, and I think there's another. I want to flip it before we go to that because there's another part of awareness, I think, that some people that notice everything, it makes them annoyed. You know, and <laughs> Especially so, I mean, if it's not done right. Yeah, I mean, so, so therefore, a <laughs> lot of times— This smells bad. So, this looks so bad. So when we talk about awareness— you can be aware of things, but it can also lead to a lot of irritation because things aren't done right or, or oh, people aren't good. doing what you're doing. And so uh, so as we talk about awareness, we're going to talk about it in terms of how to make awareness a good thing. Yeah. And what do you do? What, what do you need to be aware of so that you can be aware of where God is and you can step into those things that he's in? And that's what I think of. That's the reason I ask about sophisticated, you know, knowledgeable, informed. I think about awareness being I'm stepping into where God is showing me to step. Mm-hmm. And so that walking into situations where, oh, that. wow, where is God in this? And yes. so, you know, that's where some things. So like, what, what would what would Jesus do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was going to say. And so it just makes me think about the... Um, 
the time that he was at the wedding with his mom. It was before he had done any miracles and he hadn't he wasn't mm. he hadn't stepped into the game yet. And right. so he was waiting for to get to have the okay by God to step in the game. Yep. And the mom says, We need you to make some wine. You know, this is bad, bad that they don't have they don't have what they need. And I just love that because Jesus was at this event. He wasn't hosting the event. He wasn't in charge, just like a lot of us as we step into people's homes over right. Thanksgiving and there you see the host freaking out. You know, chaotic. What it is? What did Jesus do? He stepped in and he solved a problem. He brought peace. He yep. he, he fixed it. He made it better. He made it beyond better. The wine. The he, wine. He, that he upped made, his wedding game. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He he made the wine. The wine that he created was better right. than the wine that was being served initially. And so that's what I just want us to imagine and think about. Okay, when you walk into the room, what would Jesus do in this situation? How do you bring your presence? He brought his presence yes. into that way with his power. Yes. And he changed the environment of the wedding, right? Yes. And so think about that. Because now it helped that his mama was aware of what was going on. And so unlike Jesus was probably over there just hanging out with his buds, and his mama comes over, and, and that happens sometimes. You know, guys, especially your wife may come to you and go, hey, it would be good if you did this. Like go have a conversation so, with yeah. her, go engage with her. Do you see Uncle Al over there sitting on the couch? Nobody's talked to him for an hour. Would you go have a conversation with and him? And instead of your conversation being, it's the second quarter of the Cowboy game, leave me alone, <laughs> you know, and maybe wives, you are sensitive. Uncle boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but, you know, it, those are the type of things that, what can you do to bring your presence into a room and change the atmosphere? You know, um, one of the things that um, is just being aware of what she's saying about Uncle Al, you know, pay attention to those people around you. How, some practical ways to do that. One is just to pay attention to those around you and um, maybe even ask them questions about mm-hmm. their, you know, I was, to, I was just this weekend with a guy and, and he gave me an acronym. And it was called form. And he said, form helps you ask any questions to anybody. Ooh, and it good. was, and the four deals for form is family. So uh, ask about family. Family, occupation, recreation, and money. So family, and he said, you can start a conversation with anybody. Hey, how's your family doing? Okay. You know, hey, uh, what do you do again? You know, what? Uh, yeah, you know, your... if it's maybe if it's a student, how? You know, what's going on with school? Okay. Whatever, recreation. What do you do for fun? You know, how do you? And, and he just said, if you want. And then, through, how much money do you yeah, have? Well, or you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's uh, you know, uh, what do you like to spend your money on, or what do you do? What do you do oh, with oh, money, oh. or you know, or how much um, money is in your bank account? What's your right, credit what's card your net bill? Worth? Yeah. <laughs> Can you, do you have a, no, that's not what we're can talking I, about. Can I see your personal financial statement? You know, it's a no, but you know, just he no, that's said, good. That's that, good. So just starting conversations with people, and then don't talk about yourself. Oh. Talk about them and ask questions about them. I mean, maybe what what if your goal would be that when you have a conversation with somebody that they would they would be thrilled with the conversation, but they really don't know a lot about you. Because you have talked about them and you get into all these situations in family. You may see a kid coming home from college. Right. Or you may see or maybe um, your your in-laws or whatever. And it's amazing what happens when you just get people talking about themselves. 
And well, I think that it's a, that's it goes back to that sophisticated, that next level. People feel seen, known, loved, heard right. when the conversation's about them. Yep. And so if you're drawing them out, you're aware and you're drawing them out to talk about themselves, then they're going to walk away feeling good from that Thanksgiving yeah, so event. Even if someone's busy and walk, is your, because the next thing might be just to be aware of task. Oh, that, help. That yeah. just come in and do things. But as you're doing it, Engage with people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and talk to them and say, you know, as you're in the kitchen, uh, hey, you know, how's your life? Or, you know, what's going on? Tell me about your, you know, asking parents about their kids, you know, or whatever that conversation is going to be. Yeah. So that goes to helping. Like that was the next thing that you talked about. That is one of my favorite things that when the daughters and the son-in-laws come into the house and they see the trash is overflowing, so they take it out or they go, some of them call me Mrs. Manning. Some of them call me Suze, you know, hey, let me, can I do that part? Can I finish that? And hey, mom, can I do the salad? And, and so I, that is so beneficial to me. I'm an acts of service person, so I love to be helped as well. But if you're just aware of the needs of what's going on, like Don, at Thanksgiving time for sure, but usually other holidays as well, he's aware that the sink starts getting filled up with dishes. And so he just kind of slowly goes over there and washes a dish or two or loads the dishwasher and just makes it happen. Doesn't even, you know, say, okay, I'm doing the dishes now, you know, it just makes it happen. And so that's a beautiful, place to serve and to love and to be aware of yeah. the situation you know um uh just so often um i think in holidays we think it's time for us to relax and there is times to relax and that's good but also what if you're a little bit more intentional with your time maybe you know so often we um stay up too late and we are we are <laughs> we tired yes. and we're so overcoming some things but um but remember you only get the these holidays are precious they really are and and you will you know you want to look it's like vacations you know you you don't want to yeah, go is. into a vacation tired and grouchy and not being intentional because you look back on the vacation and you go well, all we did was fight. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't really enjoy time together. Or you look back on a vacation and you go, that was cool. Mm-hmm. We hung out together. We had a great car trip together, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's make our holidays like that, too. And we do that by being intentional. We get, you know, we get up and we say, okay, what is it? I'm, I'm aware. I'm going to see what's going on. And, you know, maybe it's playing with the three-year-old. Right. You know, or, you know, yes, somebody, see what's or, or it's... Um, Hey, let's be be the fun dad. You know, be the fun mom. I mean, you've got a choice. You can either be grouchy dad or you can be fun dad. Mm-hmm. And what do you want your kids to remember about Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Do you want them to remember mm-hmm. a grouchy dad? Dad was always on us and we never could do anything right. Do you want them to remember mom that just was always stressed out to the hilt about all the food <laughs> and everything that had to be done? Burning the bread and the pie <laughs> and all the things. How do you want to be, you know, that's one of the things about being intentional is how do you want to be remembered not only next week after Thanksgiving, but those kind of memories last year's. No pressure. (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, and I just want to just maybe give an idea. So is your, that morning before your feet hit the ground um, on Thanksgiving day, just say, okay, God, this day's for you. I give yeah. it to you. I want to glorify you and everything I say and everything I do with whoever I talk to, with any of my actions, I want to bring glory to you. So will you show me, right. you know, open my eyes to where, where I can serve 
others best or love you best by serving others. Jesus and, said, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, and I was just going to say, and God's faithful and he's going to answer that. He's He's going to do that. And you're going to have the best day. It's going to be so much fun being God's hands and feet. Yeah. Jesus said in John, he said, peace, I give you my peace. I leave with you. So not so peace comes from God. Mm-hmm. And so when you ask God that morning, in all the chaos that's going to happen, in right. all the fa- you know, it's a different routine. Everything's happening. Okay, God, I need your peace. Yes. And then you can then give peace. You got to have it before. So even though you wake up, you went to bed at two because you watched that movie, right. and 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 that's good too. And then you wake up, but it just it's maybe very simple. Say, God, I need your peace today. I need your your insight, your vision to be able to be aware of things going on so I can bring your peace and your love in the situation. So And so it just goes back to even the the wedding that Jesus when he provided the wine, he brought peace. And so that's what we get to do. Because they all passed out because they were drunk <laughs> from the way. Yeah. So bring wine. That's yeah. the bottom line. <laughs> Whatever you do. No, yeah. no, no. So, um, so what we're just saying is how to have the best Thanksgiving with your family that you've ever had before is you, when you walk in with awareness and you yeah. have a peaceful spirit about you, yeah. then you're going to change the atmosphere. Yeah. But, you, but in order to really have the best Thanksgiving, you have to have the second word that we're going to give next week. All right. Yeah, because yeah, you, you only got half of the deal. So you're able yeah. to have a halfway good Thanksgiving. But next week, we're going to give you the, the other word, and it's going to make your Thanksgiving game complete. So we'll be wanting you to come back for that next week. And uh, in the meantime, um, we want you to have a really blessed November and really blessed holiday season, really blessed Thanksgiving. And uh, we want you to to be filled with God's peace as you go through it. And so in the meantime, go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com. <laughs>